Welcome to the podcast Appetite for Distortion, episode number 409. My name is Brando, and you can correct me right away when I say Yasu. Uh, Iona, that, oh, hi, Iona, and hi. Uh, we got also Bill, Bill in Chrisonis. Chronis. Chronis. Damn it! I, I can yeah. do that. Being Hebrew, I can get that. Chronis. But I, I, I yeah, call, yeah. I'm going to call you Connie. I can do that. Yeah, yeah. Because you're you on Better. Facebook. You're always commenting. And uh, do you remember the episode that? Well, I'm sure you do. That you were on. It was yeah. a while ago. Was that with Brain? Yeah, yeah Brain has been here uh, for you know, on the show. I think three times. I was on the second one. We did that together. Yeah, I, I get it, it. was the one I asked all the Tom Waits questions. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that was also the one where he revealed the the origin of the general, right? Was that what? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. That yeah, it, exactly. That it wasn't about Tommy Stinson. It was about eating General So's chicken. It was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the nuggets exactly. that you get here an Appetite for Distortion. Speaking of uh, of chicken, but you guys are here today, both in <laughs> Greece. Uh, yeah. Very cool. So, Connie, you're in Athens, correct? Yes. And, and correct. B- and Bill and Iona, where are you? Uh, where are you from? Thessaloniki. Wow, I can't say that. Say that. Salonika. <laughs> Salonika. Yeah. <laughs> That's a vibe. Feel free to to laugh at me and. Uh, yeah, I could barely speak English. I'm just a New Yorker, the product of the American school system. I say that joke all the time. But other than Guns N' Roses, I love to- going around the world, doing these reviews and talking to fans around the world to visit places that hopefully one day I get to um, because I've just seen nothing but Greece just looks beautiful. It just looks beautiful. One of those places that if I ever have the means, I would love to love to visit. You guys live there. <laughs> it would be our pleasure. Come visit us. And before I get there, my one kind of lame connection to to Greece, I guess, and we're going to talk about, of course, the Guns N' Roses in Athens and do a review and your experience there. But one of my best friends is Michael Hagialis. I'm sure you can tell that last name. He's Greek. Yeah. Family is from Greece. We get we grew up together in, in on Long Island, oh. New York, and, and Baldwin, whatever. But to speed up, he's the, the friend that I asked... What is the first Guns N' Roses album I should get? And I, you know, uh, I was probably uh, this is probably uh, like early '90s because I'm a, I'm a little little younger as far as like when Appetite came out and everything. So he's like, t- he asks me, what are the songs that you like? And of course, I, I men- mentioned mostly Appetite because mostly Appetite's on the radio. So he is the one that got me to buy Appetite for Destruction. So that's my blame Greek connection, but it's the only way I could tell that story on the air and. All these years later, doing a Guns N' Roses podcast <laughs> set me off on a path, yeah. set me off on a path. So let's let's start because this was a, a a great show. This was Slash's birthday. And yeah, it was day yes, before his exactly. birthday, actually. Yes, and the, actually, if you see the video, technically, technically you're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. We have proof thanks to and uh, Iona. I'm saying that again, right? Because okay, I had it. Am I? You can call me Joe. Joe? For, uh, you know, short. So you want... And uh, oh. easier for you to call me Joe. All right. It's it's less than me. I already made a fool of myself. Yeah, let's move on. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, because uh, you shared a picture... Oh, excuse me. You sent me some pictures and some videos of the experience. And I appreciate yes. when fans do that. So you can either do a review just like this podcast or send one to me and I'll share on social media. I guess we're doing both here, Joe. You sent yes. uh, them wishing you, uh, wishing Slash a happy birthday. And Axel's talking about, well, it's technically his birthday in eight minutes. So let's do it. 
a little early. Yes, yes, and I was very, very lucky that um, I um, I took this video from the very start. I didn't know what uh, was going to happen. Okay. It was uh, a random, you know, uh, click to the button. It, yeah, no, it's special when you capture Axel talking. Everyone gets the songs, right? Everyone records the songs, but the capture, yes. that, that man talk. See, no one can take that away from you. All these years, are Axel and Slash ever going to talk again? Like, are mom and dad ever going to get back together? Now you witnessed Axel wishing him a happy birthday on stage, something that just were, was a beyond our imagination just a few sh- short years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And Connie, remind me, and Joe and, and Bill, you can, you can tell me, because the last time GNR was in Greece was but during those days where they weren't talking was 2006. They played yes. Athens, right? Were, uh, Connie, were yeah. you at that show? Were you guys at that show? Yes, I was. Okay. I, it was I amazing. Wasn't. Okay. Actually, uh, that show, I remember that... Uh, Obviously, it was not with the guys like Slash and Duff, but Axel's voice was um, on amazing form. Like it was peaking. I don't know how else to describe it. That day, he was like better than the the albums. (laughs) It was amazing. Those were good years. Uh, A lot of fans, I think, um, missed out by dismissing that Slash isn't in there. And and missed out. And and actually, to bring back my my Greek friend, uh, Mike Hagialis, he was. Go- I asked him to go to my first Guns N' Roses concert as well, which the opportunity didn't present itself into, until uh, 2002 with Buckethead. He didn't want to yeah. go because it's not Guns N' Roses. So I took another yeah. friend, and we. But we finally saw Guns N' Roses so many years later for the reunion show at MetLife Stadium. I actually gave that to him as a wedding gift to him and his wife, and. Oh, cool. uh, and actually, and it's funny because it was MetLife Stadium, I believe, which I'm going again next month. So I need to get excited. We're here to talk about the show. Cause I'm what are you seeing? I'm going to see them, this I think, the, the 16th in New Jersey, August 16th. Oh, Guns. Yeah, Guns. Playing. Yeah, and I got oh, Metallica yeah. next week. Oh, really? So I'm excited Great. for both. But we're here. This, yeah, is, yeah. this is not a Metallica podcast. We can focus about that later. <laughs> uh, so, Joe. Yeah, we hate them. <laughs> we, I guess. <laughs> I, the, the, the controversy. So you could be a fan of all of it. You know, I've seen some of those. I of, am. <laughs> like, if you're, I find silly, like, if you like Nirvana, you can't like GNR or vice versa. I've just, yeah. maybe it's my age. I just never bought into into those feuds. But uh, let me ask, because uh, Connie, you've been here before. I want to get to, to Joe because you're a seasoned professional co-host, Connie. Yeah. So yeah. Let's get, get Joe and, and Bill in here. Did you guys go together to the show? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. So you just know that nodding it helps the video portion. But yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, sorry, sorry. Yes. No, it's okay. It's hey, it's uh, we're learning. We're learning here. I'm learning. We're, you're all learning. So, uh, where did you travel from? Because obviously, I have no idea the landscape of Greece and uh, for me again it's going to New Jersey I drive there it takes an hour traffic sucks whatever but I don't know anything of Greece so can you tell us about your your travels getting to the show um we were in London I had a gig there playing okay uh two days before Guns N' Roses show in uh, Athens so we traveled by uh, aeroplane to Athens, stayed overnight, and then we had to like uh, travel about an hour from the place that we lived to Oaka, which is the stadium that they played. Have you been to? Uh, say, and you're both, um, and you're both from Greece, right? Like, because you were in London just playing a game. Yes. Yep. Uh, before I forget, because we're gonna get to Connie's band as well, but uh, Bill, what do you want to give your band a shout out? Because you, you were playing guitar before, uh, in in frame. Yep, I'm a, I'm a multi organist. I play many instruments. Okay. Like guitar and bass and uh, drums and I'm singing and also a Hammond and some organs and some synthesizers and. Uh, and <laughs> what are we leaving out? The triangle, the didgeridoo. I mean, we. <laughs> you, yep. <laughs> I'm a fan. I've got two didgeridoos actually. 
Okay. So uh, give me, uh, like, before, so don't let me forget. I'll put in the summary of the show, you know, the link to your band and, and Connie, because we're going to be treated to a song from your band after this interview. I've got many bands, and I am a band on my own. Okay, so whatever you oh. want to share, if it's like your Instagram. Okay, <laughs> nice, nice. Okay. Uh, do you accept SoundCloud? Yeah, yeah. This podcast is on yeah. SoundCloud. Uh, all of it. I know. I know where to, to, to discover music, but that's where we started, actually, the podcast on SoundCloud. So I know, A, and I relate to it. If you see my, usually my videos and pictures of GNR concerts, or any concert really, they're kind of high up. I just don't have, I, I want to be up front. It's uh, I don't usually beyond my price range, or I'm just too old. It's a combination of two. So you got seats kind of up there, but just tell us about your experience did you stop to go merch shopping before did you get the lithograph um tell me the vibe what was what was your um, your experience unfortunately uh no because the heat was uh outrageous yes um you couldn't uh, really move i mean you were breathing and you were sweating because you were breathing oh it was, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know, uh, 38 degrees, uh, 40, 40 degrees. I don't know in Fahrenheit uh, what's the equivalent. I'm trying to figure that out, actually. <laughs> See, this is just terrible. 110 or something, I think. Oh, God, I'll take your word for it. Uh, just just brutal. I mean, those are brutal. Those are. Yeah, days. you cannot talk about this show without talking about the heat. Yeah. <laughs> because, because actually, uh, it went on an hour late. It was supposed to go on at 8, then they said 8.30, then it went out, uh, they went out at 9. And uh, actually, Axel made a comment implying that it was not his fault that it was late. <laughs> the show, <laughs> like he, like he didn't apologize, but he made a comment. I don't remember exactly what, but he wanted to say that it's not my fault that we went on late. It's the heat. <laughs> How late did they go on? Yeah, and, and uh, yeah. Oh, sorry, no, oh, I'm sorry. He, uh, Axel actually said that uh, they were concerned about uh, our health. Safety, yeah. You know? fans here. yeah that's why they delayed okay yeah because and by the way you were close connie it's 104 degrees uh Fahrenheit, okay. which, 104. which is okay. freaking hot okay <laughs> so yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's that's very that's very very hot and that's scary so how is it going into an arena there as far as bring your own water bottle did they jack up the price is it the same thing here in america are you able to bring a, a satchel because uh, that's again a safety issue yeah they allowed water you could bring as much as you wanted okay they sold that inside uh, like i went in uh, carrying three liters on my backpack smart <laughs> <laughs> i used all of it actually <laughs> Uh, so actually, Connie, where were you sitting? Because we got the high, like, high up, with with. Yeah, Joe. I was at the arena. Actually, I was uh, something like ten yards uh, from Slash. Different perspective, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I started in the back, but uh, as the show went on, I couldn't help myself. I went uh, up front. <laughs> okay, and let's give a shout out to your brother who you went with. Yeah, yeah. Biddy, Biddy Pat, Biddy on Facebook. It always yeah. seeing his name now. Uh, again, I don't want to mispronounce things. I always see Beatty, because Warren yeah. Beatty, and I was like, I yeah, was yeah. gonna make a like, Axel Warren Beatty joke, and now it's it's not Beatty, <laughs> it's Biddy. <laughs> Actually, the story behind it is that we're twins, and that's what we called each other when we couldn't pronounce our names properly. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so it's stuck for everyone. Oh, I love that. And he's in the band with you, too. Everyone's a musician. Yeah, yeah. Joe, do you play yeah, or yeah. you just look cool? Joe, are you in a, uh, are you playing an instrument as well? Or are you a musician? Me? Unfortunately, no. When I was uh, a kid, I had uh, some piano lessons for four years, but. Uh, uh, then uh, um, I stopped, and uh, today it's like I've never learned anything, you know, <laughs> nothing. But uh, Bill here is trying to, you know, remind me some things. <laughs> Bill, let me ask, since you're the, I mean, I know, Connie, you're a musician as well, but 
we see your guitar because you had it right there before you were noodling before we were recording can you are you able to show the guitar in the in frame your guitar can, can you show frame. Uh, yeah can you show it nice what kind of guitar I is that a collection what kind guitars what what uh, kind of guitar is that that you're holding that's an ibanez s520 it's the first model of um joe satriani before he moved to the js once and it's from the 90s as i see from the serial number it's an oldie one uh super shredder model with two active pickups very 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 light weighted and so, super fast awesome because so i'm a metalhead basically <laughs> <laughs> and, and being so you must have you seen slash beforehand i i know it had been a while since gene r played but has slash in his band or miles played around athens before we recently Ever? Yeah. Uh, there was a show i think in 2011 with ozzy and friends okay if i'm right yeah. uh, actually slash was here with a velvet revolver opening for black sabbath in 2005 wow what a show that 2005 okay yeah, yeah 2005 was... i was like nine years old so <laughs> <laughs> i was 25 was so i got to go <laughs> so that was a cool show because uh that day black sabbath were playing velvet revolver and also zach's band uh black label society okay so we got to see all three uh zach slash and tony iomi Wow, that's a that's some bill. I'm trying. Who did I see with uh, Velvet Revolver in New Jersey? But later, well, go ahead, buddy. Sorry. Yeah, and later it was 2012 when uh, Black Sabbath canceled. Were supposed to come back, and they canceled. And uh, Ozzy did his show with um, as an Ozzy and Friends uh, thing, and he had a, on stage. It was Gus G, Zach, and Slash, and also Gizzard Butler. That's a uh, as a, uh, as guests, so we got to see Slash as a part of the show with Ozzy. Okay, well that's, I know that's not GNR, but that's a once in a lifetime opportunity. Yeah, yeah, my band was playing the day before, on the same uh, festival, and that was really cool. <laughs> like uh, I was standing up there, and the next day Slash is there. <laughs> I mean that's a that's a trip. I mean that's my old e band. That's an experience. See, I think yeah, the, yeah. the biggest band I saw with. Uh, with Velvet Revolver was Hoobastank. I don't know. Okay. Uh, Hoobastank. I mean, I like them. Corona in the dark, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Connie, did you get a lithograph, or was it too hot, and were you focused on kind of just getting to uh, the front as close to the stage as possible? To be honest, I, I didn't like the the picture. Okay. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> like, I like yeah, it yeah. very much. I, I like the, the, some from, from the other shows. I like the ones what? they had in Romania with the vampires. But uh, I didn't like the ones they had in Athens at all. <laughs> so I wasn't going to buy that. Okay. I I'm not going to wear it. <laughs> so. Okay. I'm looking up. Oh, it's, it looks kind of cool. It looks like, um, like a Roman... No, it's uh, Goddess Athens uh -huh. with the owl. With on the, her uh, shoulder, which uh, is her um, uh, last month. trademark. Okay. The owl is uh, the, the bird of wisdom. Owls are. So, can I just say that owls are so underrated and underappreciated? <laughs> if if yeah. like, watch any video of them, they are so cute and adorable. I wish it was kind of norm, normal to have them as a pet, but. Let them be free. I won't. I won't. Anyway, sorry. It's, <laughs> I had to shed the. It's, it's a beautiful lithograph. So you didn't get that, by the way, uh, Joe. So you weren't able to get that. No, unfortunately. But uh, I'm thinking of, uh, you know, uh, printing it. Oh, printing uh, it. In a, you know, not exactly as the prototype, but okay, it will be something. Did you get like a shirt or like I'm because I I love merch. Yes, I took uh, not from the merch, uh, not from the merchandise. Official merchandise. Not from the official merchandise because they are extremely expensive. 
I went uh, to uh, a shop in the center of Athens, Monastiraki. Okay. And I bought uh, a shirt with the classic uh, cross. Oh, yes, I'm wearing it, but... Oh, I see. It's, cool. Like yeah, it's uh, the cross. Sure. No? Yeah. The, the cross. appetite cross. Yes. And uh, on the back it's written uh, Athens, the date, uh, Olympia, Olympian Stadium. Olympic Stadium, yes. And uh, the date. I like it. Uh, how many GNR shirts do you own? Do you, is that is that one of many? This one, just, unfortunately. Just that one? Just that one? <laughs> just that one, yes. What? Oh, that's I a big deal. When I was young, when I was a teenager, I think I had uh, a T-shirt with the, um, uh, the Lies album on it. The, the photo of the album. But uh, I cannot find it anywhere. Oh. Probably my mother decided that <laughs> at some point it okay. has to go, you know. All right, well, yeah, that's what mothers do here. <laughs> that's how she threw away my kill your idols. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that one is a little bit more. I understand your mother throwing that one away, the kill your idols uh, yeah. shirt. That's <laughs> especially if she's religious. Uh, <laughs> she's not that religious, but. I don't know. I was way too young for her to be wearing that. <laughs> yeah. I, as a parent now, I mean, I can laugh, but at the same time, I get it. I, I absolutely get it. So, yeah, Joe, keep that shirt. Don't let that one get get away. Yes, yes. So, so with your new shirt, uh, seeing Guns N' Roses, I guess, for the first time then, right? Of course, for the first time, yes. What I thought I would never see them. I love it. But... There they were, <laughs> and they went, of course. I was telling everyone that uh, even if I'm dead, you should take my coffin there and then take <laughs> me to bury me. <laughs> oh, I love After that. After the concert. See, yes. That, that's the passion, and those are the fans that I think of, fans like you, because it's like, yeah, they've been touring, reunited for seven years, but there are people who have still not seen them not just on this whole reunion but ever ever, ever. and how, ever. so what was there anything that you were looking forward to most or just the whole experience was there a certain song was it just to see Axel and Slash on stage smiling was what were you looking forward to most or you just, did you just take it all in well um, the truth is that uh, uh, one hour or half an hour before the concert then it was i realized i'm going to see <laughs> guns and roses i am I, um, I was very cool before that i was like okay okay it's uh, the day after tomorrow and uh, not stressed at all but uh, when we went there um i realized what uh what is going to happen and uh, I was afraid I will start crying you know <laughs> I was asking Bill not to make fun of me if something like that happened she was like uh, jumping around happily like on mushrooms <laughs> <laughs> but naturally <laughs> sure yeah and uh, no, I didn't know what to expect. Uh, I didn't want to have great expectations because uh, I didn't want to get disappointed of all this that uh, I hear, or of the rumors, yes, and uh, the articles. Um, I enjoyed it very, very much. I liked uh, um, that he, they, uh, they played some songs that I really, really liked. And I didn't expect that I will, they will play them. And uh, like what? Like what? Well, what, what caught you off guard? Uh, that you? <laughs> yeah, the down on the farm. Sure. I love it. Uh, uh, Bad obsession. Yep. Uh, I wasn't sure if they will play. It. And uh, I, I was very, very surprised they played uh, anything goes. Yeah, yeah me like, too. What? That was surprising. <laughs> yes. They never do that. <laughs> yes. Not even in the old days they played that. 
right? I like, think uh, they've never think, played. Yeah, yeah. Not even on the Appetite Tour. I think they played that. Yeah. I think he was 88, if I'm remembering right, when they started. Because it's only been uh, on this. I don't think it was this show where it debuted on this current tour they might have played once before forgive me for not remembering but yeah, I, maybe. I remember just whenever it was played it was for the first time in over 30 years and that's also I if I remember correctly on the album that's uh, also uh, I think Chris Webber has an, uh, a credit there which yeah. means that it's uh, it, from it's from the Hollywood Rose days yep and Chris Weber, shout out to him. He follows uh, the, yeah, 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 yeah. the Appetite page on Facebook, and he comments on stuff. I love it. You know, just to have some like an original, you know, not officially Guns N' Roses, but Hollywood Rose guy following my page is pretty. Yeah. yeah. And and That's my cool. Michelle, I she's politely declined interviews, but Michelle Young, my Michelle, Michelle Young, follows yeah. my page, so it's just kind of, <laughs> it's kind of kind of fun. Um, but and I want to say a couple things here uh for one i want to read what it says about go back to the lithograph so i sound educated which i'm not uh the artist uh ulrich planner the warrior goddess athena was associated with wisdom and warfare and is considered the patron of various cities including athens she's commonly depicted in armor or with weapons alluding to her preparedness for war and with the owl of athena representing win- wisdom nearby so it's a it's a i like it i'm with you joe it's a beautiful so yeah <laughs> print that out uh absolutely print that out and, and, and get it and you mentioned something about the headlines right like you don't want to pay attention to some of the negative headlines and experience it for yourself and we spoke about that like with glasgow and um, like on tv and, and clickbait titles but this is a and honestly, you tell me, is the Greek City Times like legitimate like website? Oh, Greek City Times, because they wrote Guns N' Roses rocks Athens with unforgettable performance. So, I mean, it's positive. Uh, American hard rock legends Guns N' Roses fearlessly uh, took on the scorching heat wave as they delivered a sensational performance to 50,000 fans. Uh, Axl Rose and Slash graced Greece with their presence for the first time since 2006. Well, that's kind of... I don't know about Axl and Slash at the same time. Anyway, creating an electric atmosphere that left their devoted fans in awe. So that's a very... That's a positive review yeah. right there. More or less, uh, most uh, articles are like that. They praise uh, Guns N' Roses. They, they say uh, mostly um, positive things, positive uh, comments. Yeah, if you really look for it, most do. It's the ones that... See, that's what... In my field, and I don't consider myself, someone said that, you know, press like you. I'm not part of the press. I'm just a, uh, a Guns N' Roses fan who happens to work in radio who started a GNR podcast. Like, I don't have an agenda, like, at all. Like, it's laughable. Like, it's laughable. My agenda is yeah. just to uh, enjoy being on Earth. Because <laughs> there, there was a time I, I didn't want to be. Uh, so this has helped all of us talking about uh, GNR. But yeah, you look at the positive reviews from fans. Uh, but I also want honesty. Uh, w- within that, I don't look for anything negative anyway. So, like, so Connie, let me ask you. You're up front. You're right there. What do you see yeah. uh, from Axel, his mood, and uh, somebody who's been right there and also doesn't have an agenda? What do you see from Axel and Slash and the, and the boys and girl up there? Okay. Uh, of course, we have to mention the heat again. So given the circumstances that everyone was about to explode from the heat, uh, Axel was on a very good mood, a tremendously good mood. Like he was laughing all the time. He was making jokes. Uh, he was commenting on everything, and uh, the guys on the band were actually pretty much struggling with the heat because it's hard to play guitar with uh, 110 Fahrenheit degrees. But uh, everyone was in a good mood. The crowd was in a good mood, like, uh, and that uh, probably boosted their confidence a bit. And uh, generally, it was a gr- uh, great show. 
uh, uh, Axel's voice was better than average, given that he's 61. Like he, uh, some some songs were better than others. Some notes he missed. Some were perfect. But those were okay. It was it was a great day. The atmosphere was great. Like everybody, we seemed to be having a great uh, a great time. Uh, everybody enjoyed the show. Everybody enjoyed the setlist. They played for three hours, even though they left a lot of things out, which is yeah. kind of contradictory. But they, uh, there were things like the Godfather theme that people were expecting to hear. They didn't, okay. and they play every show. But uh, that was beca because, the, as we said before, the show uh, was an hour late, and they had to stop at 12. So they couldn't even expand it for another 20 minutes, which they usually do. Like uh, their shows usually at this point are like uh, three hours and 10, three hours and 20, something like that. Uh, ours had to be exactly three hours. Like it had to stop at 12 because uh, the people then couldn't get the, the metro to go, go home, basically. Hmm. So uh, at the end, it, they just rushed things a bit. Uh, like I remember the, basically something like the intro to Double Talking Jive was pretty small compared to other shows or stuff like that or uh, there uh, they played only one song from um, from Chinese Democracy which okay. is also kind of rare they usually play two or three I think it generally was an amazing show like the atmosphere was uh, beyond this world people were crying next next to me like it was <laughs> you don't want to cry what the, it, yeah. and, and, and joe like, you can cry but when you're when it's that hot you can't I let go of any that. liquid you get push it back in it, yeah yeah it takes the tears away and we, i truly believe that when slash played the solo to sweet child of mine everyone got goosebumps everyone every single person in the stadium yeah. it was amazing that's what I, I always say, and those fans who complain you about this. You heard it a million times, but it, it just happens. <laughs> well, it, it's because it's true, and it just shows you the power of that song. And yeah, what all of us here are a little bit more nerdy towards GNR. We, we know the deep cuts. But when you go to a show and Sweet Child of Mine plays, and it's that it's, it's Slash playing it, it's Axel there, especially with Given the History. Just look around. For those who haven't been to a show, and I'll do the same thing when I go. Look around when that song comes on, and how everyone yeah, just yeah. like takes a, you know takes their phones out. That's the moment, you know. Other than maybe Welcome to the exactly. Jungle, like I mean, there are a lot of moments. But just look yeah, around. Yeah, there were a lot of moments where the the whole stadium was like uh, uh, flaring up, like you could see the everyone was responding. Did you see anything? Uh, perhaps because we talk about the heat. Did you see any people fainting, which or anyone close? No, no, or, none of that. Good, none of that. So that's good. And then by by the stadium standards, that everybody was okay. Because you've heard some nightmare situations. Uh, you, you just look at. I mean, it's a famed one, and nothing is like that. But like Woodstock '99. But I mean, there are yeah, yeah. there are situations where concerts and, and arenas and stadiums are not prepared to take care of fans and. and and weather conditions, extreme weather conditions. So I'm glad none yeah, of that Yeah, things happened. like that have, have happened uh, on other shows, but uh, I didn't hear anything about this one. Is that a pop, and again, forgive my ignorance, is that a popular stadium? Do a lot of acts play there a lot? Yes. Uh, actually, uh, there's a couple of shows each year. It's not that much. People actually prefer to play other venues for festivals, like the big... It's always the big show in Athens. It's once or twice a year, and everybody goes to see it. It's like a big thing. It's not like a, uh, they have a show on uh, the Olympic Stadium every week. What does it like look like? Because when I think of Greece again, actually, I, you've probably seen it. Well, see, I know the, I've seen pictures. The Olympics. Of, I, yeah, sure. The, I, the I've seen it with pictures online and the Olympics and things like that. And I can talk about it. It looks like a. You know, a pamphlet for, you know, a honeymoon getaway. Beautiful. But when you're there, tell me through your eyes what it's like, because I am envious of those places, those stadiums that are on just 
I don't know, beautiful land where, again, I got to, no disrespect to New Jersey, but I got to go to <laughs> Jersey. It's not the beauty of America, you know? <laughs> so like, what do you look out? Are you seeing mountains, like, around surrounding you? What do you see? Uh... Basically, when you're in Athens, everywhere you look, there's mountains because we're in the middle of. <laughs> sure. <laughs> it's kind of like Rome in that way. You you have mountains all around. So yeah, but when you're in the stadium, you basically see the stadium. There's nothing like close to in proximity that is higher than the actual stadium. Okay. It's it's part of a very big complex. Okay. So, uh, but uh, it was rebuilt for the Olympics, and uh, it's it has that vibe of uh, being a modern gem for our city. Well, it's a bucket list thing for me. <laughs> My wife loves to travel, and she wants to take Baby Brownstone everywhere. So maybe once he gets old enough, we'll we'll bounce around everywhere, and we'll I'll do shows. Yeah, on the, some on of shows the on the shows road. I've seen. That, that would be amazing. Uh, actually, last year uh, I saw Alice Cooper there. Okay. He came with Nita Strauss, and uh, other shows I've seen there uh, include the the Red Hot Chili Peppers, which they were in that. a bad day, and Bon Jovi. I've uh, seen Bon Jovi there. Okay. I'm sorry, Bill. Did you say something? Iron Maiden. I think they okay. were. Like yeah, I didn't go to that show. <laughs> yeah, last uh, I think two years ago was I remember or last year, last year. Okay. Uh, how, Joe and Bill, how did you feel when the show was over? Were you ready to go home? Were you getting? Did you want it to be longer? It's three hours, and we heard what Connie said how it felt like things yeah. were left out, and it's still three hours. It's great. How did you feel when it was over? Well. Um I didn't know uh, if I want to leave because uh, I couldn't, uh, you know, uh, help it anymore because of the heat and the tiredness, everything. Um, of course, uh, then I was thinking, oh, God, I will never see them again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I hate to say and, that. Uh, it, was, uh, it was a mixed up feeling. Um, uh, I was uh, sad because it was over, but I was very, very glad because I experienced it and I was very, very tired. I wanted to take a, a shower immediately, you know. Um, it was very, very mixed feelings. Okay. And I, uh, oh, and uh, I forgot to say that uh, the other surprise was that they played uh, Reckless Life. Mm. Yeah, Have they ever played cool. it uh, before? Yeah, they've, they've added that back in too. They, they, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, recently. It's true. But it's not always. It's not always. And yeah, it's not always. No, it's good. It's good because I'm spoiled. Because I give myself spoiler alerts, I guess maybe for the podcast. I mean, I, I'm not one of those people that I don't need to. It's not like a movie for me where don't spoil it for me. I can't hear it. I, I like seeing the set list. So this way, okay. like, as you mentioned, bad obsession being added, pretty tied up being added. That gets me more excited to go. Uh, rather than if I had no idea and assumed it was the same. Yeah, but, yeah. but yeah, if you're not on it all the time, Reckless Life, it's not like it's, you know, Sweet Child of Mine or it's not something that you know yeah, is going to be played like every single time. And I'm trying to find what, where the restaurant was in Greece just to know if it was. Oh, a, yeah. If it was a nice. <laughs> Let's find out. Yeah, if it was a nice restaurant. Uh, I'm not sure, but that's where Joe Rogan decided, uh, he met decided to. And there was a, uh, by chance, happened to run into Axel Rose. And Axel apparently invited him out to the show, and he's giving glowing reviews. But if you see the the selfie that he took yes. with <laughs> Joe Rogan's <laughs> beet red face, smiling, a grin from ear to ear, and Axel looks like... Uh, I don't. I don't know. Like, is that just? I saw a comment where Axel only smiles in pictures with women, which I don't blame him for. But he just doesn't look happy to be in the photo with Joe Rogan. <laughs> Did you? Was <laughs> that in all the papers? I think it's a remnant from the old days. 
where he hated everyone in the press. <laughs> uh, maybe that's why I'll I'll never interview him. I guess I'm the press as far as he's concerned. But did you was that in the news there as much as it was all the pop culture stuff? Yes. Yeah. Did yeah. You, save those but, newspapers. I think that would be fun. But I think they the news uh, got it from the internet like the rest of us it's not like they made the headline and then the internet caught on the, oh yes oh okay well it was i agree yeah i mean it was probably joe rogan who posted it first on his instagram yeah. and everyone taking that we've also got a picture of a first page of a christian you know newspaper who said <laughs> that the demonic guns and roads are on the blame for the fires of roads Greece oh. really? the island of roads uh, is on yeah, fire, on fire the next day yeah. wow I would like to the... and they blamed uh, Guns N' Roses because they are evil <laughs> they are antichrist <laughs> rock and roll yeah this is they the... are to blame <laughs> they are to blame it's they a... haven't yet that's right <laughs> It's they don't know. Just, it's just so funny. I, yeah. I understand that there was the '80s, and then there was devil imagery. Yeah, yeah. But Some people never got on, got off the the panic. No, it's it's just of the '80s. To look at them now, I mean, they're. I hate to say it, they're dad rock for a lot of people. That's what they are. I'm a dad. I rock out. They're. I mean, they're still hardcore as far as their music is timeless. But uh, yeah, the, no more evil. I think it was Izzy, <laughs> by the way, that was into the black magic. I don't think it was anybody else. Uh, so, so yeah. Um, that's one of my disappointments. I waited for Izzy. Well, you keep waiting, buddy. Izzy actually showed up the last two times, both of them. Like he was, uh, I, we didn't mention that uh, Guns uh, played in, uh, in the same stadium in 93. Okay. 30 years ago. And uh, that was one of the seven shows that Izzy did uh, when uh, Gilby broke his hand. And uh, he later came back for the show in 2006. So the other two times that Guns played, Izzy was there. You know, that's a fair point. Even as a guest. It's a fair point, Connie. And that's why you're here. And uh, that's why I love my listeners. They know more than I do. And you know what? That would have been interesting if he came back yeah. in Greece again. That would have yeah, been. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, now we can't start that rumor because it's over with. But still, that would have been uh, something fun to talk about and be disappointed with, as usually is the case, I, I guess. Uh, man, it's, I'm still stuck on that statement you said, Joe, about it might be the last time. Because for me, other than what Slash is saying, how they're going to take a break after this time um, I, I know I, I feel like I would see them again because New York New Jersey they'll play somewhere but wow out by you guys um, what was the last concert do you go to concerts often is it rare like is it just like is it is it always the the spectacle of the city when there's a concert in Athens like everyone's going oh, when it's uh, the Olympic Stadium it is like okay. everyone knows they're playing it was 50,000 people. It was, uh, of course it is. Uh, uh, but uh, other sh- uh, there are other smaller shows, especially in the summer. There's lots of things happening. Uh, but not like this. The Olympic Stadium show is always the, the big show of the summer. Well, let's hope it keeps going because uh, let's say this, because as I'm recording this, uh, it's Mick Jagger's birthday. He turns 80. Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. 80, right? 80. So if Axel yeah. plays until he's 80, I like to think they'll play Greece again. Is that fair to say? Maybe. Oh, maybe. I don't know we'll if that's... See. that's. Uh, it's, hopefully it's a lot better and sooner than that. Uh, let me ask something that I love to ask listeners that come on. And that's... Uh, and Connie, I'll have you think about it. Is a favorite song and favorite piece of memorabilia from Guns N' Roses. And sorry, I'll take a sip of water as Bill answers. Do you have a favorite Guns N' Roses song? And a favorite piece of GNR memorabilia, and it could be anything. It could be a shirt, a pick, a memory, even. Well, you tell me. The night train. Night train. It's like uh, when I was ten years old, I was a classical guitarist. So I played like uh, Brower and uh, Ochichornia and such pieces till the day that I heard the night train. <laughs> the night train. 
That's that because yep. it wasn't uh, really played on the radio. I mean, it's played on the radio now for fun. But when I asked my my Greek friend Mike, you know, when I told the song because I knew on the radio. And when I got Appetite for the first time, Night Train, since the first listen, I mean, the whole album, yes, from the first listen, but that song, wow, during the days of CDs, and I would make CD mixes, it always had Night Train on it. No matter what else yeah, I was listening to in high school, it's it also the sound of rock and roll. <laughs> it is the sound of rock and roll. Um, I remember I was 10, there was no um, access for me for a vinyl or a CD. So I got a Bluetooth uh, file from a friend that had this on my first, uh, you know, phone with a Bluetooth connection. So I had it like that, and I was like, "Who? What? <laughs> and we just celebrated. I mean, it's fun to talk about. We celebrated, I believe, the 36th anniversary of Appetite just a few uh, yeah, yeah. days ago. Yeah, exactly. So. And wherever you are in the world, no matter how are you old you are, it you remember you remember the first time you hear these songs. Uh, what yeah, about you, Joe? Do you have well your favorite song? And is your shirt well, your favorite um, piece of memorabilia? Favorite song. Okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, favorite song uh, besides uh, the big hits. Uh, uh, I think I will say Rocket Queen. Okay. Um, and I really, really like the video from Tokyo, from Rocket Queen. Okay. It's my favorite. Yeah, yeah. They are great there. And uh, favorite piece of memorabilia? <laughs> um, I think I will say my tattoo. I, I have uh, the, oh. the Axel's uh, uh, yeah, skull. Yeah. But without the face, but I think I will add it. I like because it. Because nobody understands what this is. I, they tell me, what's that? Is it a dog? Is it a donkey? Oh, oh come on. Oh, as soon as you showed me, before you said it, I knew what it was. I think it looks cool. But if you want to add a face to the to the lame wads who don't get it. I don't it, know. Sure. At least uh, the chin, you know, to form the face. Okay. Absolutely. I gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, I, I, I like it. What about uh, you, Connie? And I, I don't think, I don't remember if I asked you the first time uh, your favorite song and favorite, favorite no, piece. No, no, we of, were getting into it, but then a brain cold. Oh, oh, I see. You remember, you remember. I don't remember. It's over 400 for me, so tell me, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, uh, even though uh, Appetite is my favorite record, obviously, it's for everyone, but... Um, I'd have to go uh, that I have to say that you could be mine always holds a great place in my heart because actually I must say that it changed my life. Okay. Because it's it's the song that was always on when it was new. Like uh, I remember it being new. I was 11 years old when it came out and it came out before the Illusions records and it was the first thing I heard and it changed my life. So I have to go with that. I like it. Even yeah. So, um, <laughs> anyway, you're, you're thinking so, about that. I, I Look I, at that! You lost yourself in that moment, and that's great. That's yeah, what yeah, music I does. Everything about <laughs> you know about that video. Beautiful. It transports you back into a time. So, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, there was a time, huh? Uh, there was a time when I was 11 years old, and uh, that's the only thing I remember from that summer. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, so I mean, yeah. I'm sure and you then have a couple of months later, a couple of months later, uh, uh, Enter Sadman came out. So it was those two. Okay. But uh, you could be mine was like nothing I'd ever seen before. <laughs> all great picks. All of you, uh, you know, no one's going to argue with all three of your picks. But uh, Connie, what about memorabilia? You have a lot of stuff, don't you? Okay, I don't have a great one. Okay. Uh, but my brother has a, a jacket that's signed by uh, Stephen Adler. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah what kind of jacket? Saw, uh, one of those uh, cut-off vests, uh, denim vest. Okay, cool. That's cool. Yeah. And you could take it. Oh, it froze. No. Oh, it froze. Oh, <laughs> uh, Stephen Adler. Uh, Stephen Adler came uh, with his band and played here. Like uh, I think it was 
maybe close to 20 years ago, 2003, 2004, something like that. And they, he played a small club, and then later he signed a lot of stuff, and one of it was uh, My Brother's Jacket. Uh, that was really cool. Yeah, That's a, that's a nice We memory. got to shake hands and stuff like that. It was amazing. Hey, I have brothers. What's his is yours. You can, you can take it, right? Borrow it. Yeah, but since memorabilia means something that brings you memories, it brings me memories, okay. even though, it, though it's not mine. Okay, fair <laughs> enough, fair enough. Well, I appreciate all three of you... Uh, joining me today and the utmost respect that you're able to understand me in my fast New York <laughs> speak and speak English so well and I struggle with just your names I think I've said this before <laughs> in a different broadcasting journey that I've had I did uh, I was a PA announcer public address announcer for youth figure skating for like little you know, boys and girls, like eight years old, that would, you know, little Russian boys and girls, because he was in Brooklyn, that would figure skate to, you know, every, things you see on TV, but that's where they would learn. And the parents didn't care that much, but I'm like, I got to get their names right. It's respect to the names and your name. Yeah. So I would practice for days, you know, so sorry I didn't practice I for days. I struggle <laughs> as a Cypriot because it? My, my native country is Cyprus. Your native country is what? I'm sorry. Cyprus. 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 Like Cypress Hill. <laughs> Cyprus. Cyprus. Like next to Turkey. Okay, next to Turkey. Okay. Turkey. Turkey, I understand. <laughs> South of Turkey, west of there Israel. There is a small, you know, island. They had a war. Okay. Which name is Cyprus? Let me. George Michael was from Cyprus. <laughs> See, now I'm going to type in George Michael and it's going to say... <laughs> Cyprus, like C-U-P-R-C-Y. Everyone listening is like, I know I'm going to be... I'm, I'm, I'm an idiot, you know. Uh, it's so bad. But I admit it. Well, he, it doesn't say that. It says he's from uh, London. So <laughs> I'm not getting the answer here. But that's fine. Uh, you... We'll practice. We'll have you guys on again. I'll practice my Greek alphabet, and we'll do a better version. We can make you struggle with the word for three years, if you'd like. Please do, because it's <laughs> and this is something. Pithkavlo, zambui. Pithkavlo, zambui. Zambui. Kavlo, zambui. Pithkavlo, zambui. Beef kavlo, zambui. Beef I sound like I'm ordering a dish. <laughs> Beef kavlo, <laughs> zambui. <laughs> It's I've, like it means the kid with the very thin legs. The kid with the very thin legs. These are like um, avlos. If you know the instrument, the ancient flute. Okay, because I do have thin legs. So I was like, I didn't know you can see down there. So we're like piscavlo zambui. Oh, I don't want to. I don't want to say it and make it and just sound like I've. <laughs> I sound dumb enough already. I don't want to like feel like I'm accidentally insulting you. I don't like which you you know I'm not. It's you, just laugh. <laughs> Never mind. I told you. Never I mind is the way. Like <laughs> and let me. And this is not an excuse, but I never say it, and just it just shows you the dream, kids. I legit had a speech impediment when growing up. Like I had to take speech therapy, like as like a little kid. It hasn't been that way for a while, but if you notice, like even with English. I have trouble with the L's, like when it's in the middle of a word. It's I, I, somehow I'm in radio, but we all have our 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 thing, <laughs> yeah. I guess. Uh, so how do you how do you say uh, goodbye in in Greek? Adio. Adio, just that. Adio. 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 We've got many, like Kalisimechia, or Isto Epanidin. Oh, <laughs> or that's adio. Yep, yep, we have, we've got many. I heard Easter Bunny in there, so you just don't know. <laughs> you, you, know you know, I don't, I just don't get no, it. The easiest is uh, adio or uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I got. Taleme. Filia. <laughs> oh yes, taleme, taleme. See you. Taleme. 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 Joe, <laughs> Bill, and and Connie. Thank you so much for coming on today. This was a lot of thank fun. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. Thank Ho you. Thank you very much. Hopefully we do uh, another Rando, review. So, yeah. Go ahead, buddy. We're going to have a live show in Los Angeles on November. So are you close there? Other side of the country. I'm in New York. 
But okay. you, but you remind me. Uh, it's before we wrap up. Give me the name of your band. Or oh, oh, wait, what's the, the the band that you're playing? I know you have a million bands. You're, you're like. Can I send you some links? Yes. Yeah, um, se- Bill Melak. I am se- Bill Melak. So send me some links. Right on. So I'll, you, if you're listening, if you're watching, uh, it's going to be in the bio. And also, Connie is going to give us a little bit of an audio treat after. So after this interview, after I conclude and do my Chinese democracy sign off, uh, give me the name of you and your brother's band and what we're going to hear and, and where we can find you. So uh, our band is called uh, Damage Done, and this is our debut single called Think the Monkey. Feed the monkey. Feed the monkey. Oh, I, I love that. See, you, you had me at monkey, my friend. So stay tuned for that. What's to come next on the podcast? Well, I can tell you because I actually recorded it this morning. It's with LeJohn uh, Weatherspoon, excuse me, from us, uh, from Seven Dust. And uh, okay. he was super nice. And after that, we'll see. And we're going to do more reviews as they come overseas, nice. as they come into my neck of the woods. Are we going to see... New Guns N' Roses music. So give me a quick yes or no from everybody. Are we going to see, and we could define what new music means, if it's Chinese, from Chinese democracy. Are we going to get a song that we haven't heard before from Guns N' Roses? What do you think, Joe, when they, before the tour is over? Are we going to get a new song from GNR? If we will uh, hear a new song from GNR yeah. before the tour is over. Right. Like, just like what they did with Absurd and Hard School, are they going to release something else? Um, I, th- I, I find it difficult okay. for this to happen, but but if it happens, I believe it will happen on the last, the 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 la- the latest of the last um, concert. Okay. Okay. Yes. All right. So I won't see of this it. tour. So according to you, even if they do play it or something new, I won't see it because I'm seeing them in a few weeks. According to Joe, uh, Bill, do you think we're gonna hear? New guns yes. are okay. I like I, see quick to the point gives us hope. Appreciate it. Thank you. It, and, would, be, it would be really smart if they released something right before the American tour. I would, uh, like, especially if ticket uh, uh, ticket sales are down. That would be a boost. Well, I like your answer too because that means I would get to see new music. Yeah, yeah. And I got to see the debut of Hard School when uh, I happened to go to. Oh, Ball- really. I never go to Baltimore, but I decided. It's, it's, I've sold, said this story before, but uh, I think because I was bummed out that because of COVID, I couldn't go see them in Chicago. So instead of seeing them in just New Jersey, I went to Hershey Park and Baltimore. And Hershey Park was the first one of the tour. And by the time Baltimore, they debuted Hard School and they were playing Absurd. I think it was the second night of Absurd or something like that. Anyway, okay. uh, nice. we'll talk more reviews. You can go back and listen to those reviews. They're all on our YouTube channel. Uh, at the conversation continues in between the broadcasts, Facebook, uh, Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it, Instagram, TikTok. Again, a YouTube page for all uh, past uh, interviews and clips. So that does it for this episode of Appetite for Distortion. When will you see the next one? In the words of Axel Rose concerning Chinese democracy, I don't know if soon is the word, but you'll see it. Yeah!